Bush and Ritchie here with another daily takeaway. Thank you very much uh, for ordering. I think I've had the worst start to the day today uh, of all of our subscribers to the podcast. Of all the people, you've got the you've had the worst start. Would you say? And I don't deserve it because would you or would you not say a forte of mine is planning? Yeah, you plan ahead. I, I, I turn up and see what happens <laughs> yes. with varying res- like results. Well, we meet in the middle, and that's what gives you this home time show. <laughs> uh, now uh, we are both massive fans of Better Call Saul, Netflix show, oh, yeah. uh, which uh, over the last twenty four hours has reached its culmination. Now neither of us have seen uh, that final episode just yet. All right, there's a warning there. All right. However, however. I was planning to see it the moment that I woke up this morning. Yeah. Set the alarm for six o'clock. Uh, Rocco, normally up around about seven o'clock, so I thought, we can watch this, six o'clock, before the little man wakes, and then I won't see any spoilers throughout the day. Because it's treacherous, isn't it? Because we're on Twitter for this show. Exactly. Any, anyone could ruin this at any minute. Particularly when it is not just the season finale, but the finale of the whole show. Yes. Six o'clock alarm. I set it up. I fire up Netflix. Is it there? Is it hackers like? It's not there. Well, no, this is interesting because I uh, there was a night a couple of weeks ago where it ticked over into the morning, the day of getting it, mm. um, and I couldn't sleep and the kids had been up. So I thought, I'm going to sit at midnight now. Yeah. I'll make a cup of tea and I'll watch it and then go I'll go to bed. It. And it wasn't there either. So when the hell does this thing turn up? Eight o'clock in the morning. Isn't that random? I don't think that's good for anyone. <laughs> I know. Is it? So I, I did a bit of a Google search and it turns out that uh, it goes on to Netflix at midnight Pacific time. Pacific time. Which I then Googled is eight hours behind uh, for us. Is it? Uh, so, yeah, eight o'clock in the morning is midnight in the middle of the Pacific, and that's when it drops. So I had two hours <laughs> just awake, <laughs> waiting for Netflix. Of course, by the time it gets to eight o'clock, Rocco's up, still hadn't seen it! It's one of those things, though, because I think last time when you tried to go on your train simulator, you fired it up and you yes. got the, the update screen. That's so, always the way. It's, a th- it's always the way. Maybe this is what this is about. It's always the way. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. Hey, look, we know we need the rain, but it was not welcome at my house last night. Uh, loads of places across the UK getting these random heavy downpours uh, over the next uh, 24 hours or so. Why? Because your other half, Natalie, was, was doing videos of patchy lawns, so I thought you'd have been all over this rain stuff. Uh, you know how dear my lawn is yeah. to me, and yeah, I, 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 know it's, I know it's really needed and really welcome for so many reasons. However, <laughs> the unwelcome thing last night was, because there's been no rain, because there's been no heavy showers, uh, it's 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 all gone quiet on the guttering front at home. Is this a euphemism? <laughs> no, it, this time it's straight up. It's been my responsibility oh, right. to get the gutters fixed because they're all broken. But of course, when there's no rain showers, the problem goes away, doesn't it? And everyone forgets that the gutters are faulty. So this has been going on for a while because I remember talking to you about your guttering. If It'll bend the ear of anyone <laughs> who's around about his guttering. But we were talking about it in, in a pub in La Rochelle. Yeah. So it's still... <laughs> not done. <laughs> it's still not done. <laughs> and everyone's forgotten about it. And it's like, oh, lovely, great, no problems in the world. And then it rains like, it was like Niagara Falls. The aggro in the house last night when that noise is outside. It's like, you still haven't done the gutters, have you? So, I said... But can I ask you a question about gutter, Because we had the same problem. Our gutters all came down during the storms that we yeah. had. Do you really need them? Because like, the water just comes down, doesn't it? Like, what what different thing would have happened if there were gutters, gutters there? I've got, you know I mean? I've got a feeling it's probably we're, we're getting really tradey here. Oh, we? I've mate? got a feeling it's probably not good for brickwork. Is it though? 
Or maybe they just told you that. The people who make the gutters are, are giving you like a scare tactic. All right, look, it's guttering hour. No, it's not. <laughs> I would be happy with that. <laughs> hey, look, we're talking guttering and rain. Um, it protects the foundation of the building, says uh, Trudy. Nah. I think there's, there's a big old conspiracy going on here. I think the people who, who sell guttering... Are like in cahoots with someone else because maybe just imagine when it gets to like five years time. There's a big expose. They find it in Donald Trump's like basement or whatever, and it, guttering's just an absolute it's, it's surplus for requirements. Doesn't do anything. Uh, Courtney, what happened in yours last night then? Um, well, we went out drinking. Um... Was it the rain's fault? <laughs> yeah, kind of. <laughs> so what happened to you guys? You went out drinking, then what happens? Uh, well. We went out drinking and we got a little bit drunk and decided to walk home. Um, and then the heavens opened and I think it was about twelve o'clock that we didn't get we didn't get home till. That's midnight. Um, now they left us. Yeah, past midnight they left us at seven o'clock. Wow. So we were out for ages and they had no idea where we were um, in the rain. Wow. And so is this a company? Is this like you, your team going for drinks or who is it? My mother-in-law. Oh my word! <laughs> <laughs> On a bender with the mother-in-law. <laughs> Imagine it. <laughs> wow. We know we need the rain, but what did it ruin for you, Becky and Neath? Dog poo. What do you mean? How can it ruin dog poo? <laughs> she says when it's dry, just bend down, pick up. In the rain, it's like he's had curry for tea. She oh, says. Oh my lord! Do you know what I mean? Like That's I the said, highbrow. That's the. I'd love a dog. It's just that bit. Them little yeah. bags and everything yeah. like that. Or were well, those people who put it in a bag? You've done the worst bit. And then hang it on a tree. <laughs> What's that all about? Anyway, we digress. Uh, a lot of people get in touch. Uh, whenever we talk about anything on Home Time, people get in touch with little tips and stuff. Yeah. You guys are a very ingenious bunch. We've got Carl on the line, who's got, what would you describe it as like gutter intel, Carl? A gutter tip, um, a gutter down into a water bucket or a water tub. Yeah. Right. You, you fill that, so you've watered to feed your flowers or your green houses. That's saved, and you put a hole in it part way up, and the excess water runs out into your drain. Wow, so rather than just having it, like, just disappear away into your garden, you can actually water all the plants and everything with it? Yeah, you can fill a water tub up, a big, uh, say, a big barrel or something. Yeah. Uh, a hole in the side, it, it will run out into your drain, so, but you've still got a full water tub full of bucket rather than using tap water. He's got himself on Dragon's Den with this. That's a great you? idea, Carl. You do that as well, then, do you? Uh, I don't know. I'm on the second floor at the moment, and underneath me, I've got people underneath me got an extension, so I can't. I just have house plants. <laughs> okay, <laughs> fair enough. Bit of jeopardy in it going into your second floor flat. That gutter. <laughs> nice one. Listen, Carl. Good to speak to you. We could talk to you about this this little mechanism all day, but we we love you and have a brilliant rest of your Tuesday. All right. Thank you. Yes, I've been listening to you all night. Anyway. Oh, bless you. Cheers, Carl. Bye bye. Bye bye then. The daily takeaway. Richie's Daily Takeaway. Now, you thought you might have heard the end of the Radar Museum on yesterday's show. Well, friends, you have not. If you didn't listen, uh, catch up with yesterday's podcast. It'll bring it. you up to speed. Do it. Um, when I was on holiday last week, I passed the Radar Museum in Norfolk. Didn't get the chance to go. We were asking you about your niche attractions. So many great places out there that you might not necessarily see normally because they don't get the love they deserve. But we, I feel like we gave them a good platform on yesterday's show. Uh, and they're about to get an even better one. Who is this? My name's Hattie Hearn and I'm the manager at the RAF Air Defence Radar Museum um, in the lovely um, Norfolk Broads. Hattie, we could have met wow. last week. If I didn't I... have a four-year-old and my wife in the car, we could have met last week. I know. What are you we suggesting? Popular, <laughs> plenty to do, plenty for kids to do here. So, yeah, we would have welcomed you 
with open arms. Hattie, I saw the big brown tourist sign that said Radar Museum, and I said to everyone else in the car, oh. I said, oh, God, I, didn't, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> Thank you. Hattie, have you, have you had that joke before? Please be honest, have you had that joke before? Yeah. 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 Sorry. Yeah, okay. Have, Still a good one, even though it's been done before. <laughs> Hattie, tell, tell us. We were, we were discussing yesterday, because for me it was a missed opportunity of my week in Norfolk, which was lovely. Um, I want to go back. Um, what, how does Norfolk lay claim to radar? Well, um, that's a fascinating story, actually. Um, so the, the whole reason why the museum exists is because we're on the site of the former RAF um, Meters Head, which was a radar station set up during World War II. Um, and, and, yeah, so since the, the actual radar station closed, we've, the museum's been, been open just to tell that story. Um, and also the, the story of the, the wider history of air defence in Britain. What kind of attractions have you got there? So say if we, you know, if we were to come down to the, the Radar Museum, what kind of stuff can we have a go on or see? Yeah, um, so there's something for everyone, really. We're, we're, we're a really hands-on museum. We don't have any do-not-touch signs, so we welcome adults or kids um, to, to get hands-on with all of the equipment here. So we've got lots of the radar consoles, okay. um, you know, the ones with the little kind of Swirling um, the radar radar screen, um, which would have shown all of the, the aircraft. Um, we've also got a Jaguar cockpit and a tornado. Oh, cockpit. hello! That's yeah. good. Sit in a cockpit. I love that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and um, adults and kids are, are more than welcome to come and sit in 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 the cockpit, and our volunteers will explain everything there is to know about about the cockpits. We also have flight simulators and. Oh, hello! <laughs> You can, you'd have a go at flying if you planes. put if you put radar museum in brackets with a flight simulator on that brown sign, he'd have turned off. I would have careered off the road. Yeah. He would have been in there. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we need to just advertise ourselves a little bit better. Hattie, um, I, I will be I will be coming back. Radar museum is is unfinished business for me. But well, I, if, if they've got a flight sim, we'll go out together. We need to get ourselves yeah. down yes, there. Yes, we do. We, we do. We've got this dream of, of of proving that we can land a plane. The pair of us. <laughs> yes, like Krypton well, Factor yeah, back in the eighties. Yeah, yeah. Come come down and uh, and show us your skills. Is there a shop at the end of the museum? What uh, radar tat could I have come away with? <laughs> we do. We have a lovely little um, shop. Um, we sell mugs. We sell pens. Yeah, all the usual stuff. Magnets, fridge magnets. Radar. Yeah, we've got fridge magnets. We've got toy aeroplanes. I've been pinged at the radar museum. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like that one, actually. You, might get you can use that one. It's fine. <laughs> um, yeah, we've got, we've got all sorts of stuff. We've also got a lovely little cafe as well. Um, let's do some lovely... Radar cake. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Hattie, thank you so much for educating us. Um, Hattie, have I got this right? Um, at RAF Radar Museum, that's where people can go to find out? Yep, that's the one. And they can also find our website, which is just radarmuseum.co.uk. This is The Daily Takeaway. So, basically, despite the pain and hurt that it brings me, I have renewed my Everton membership for another year. Uh, and in return, uh, I've been sent a, a box of goodies that turned up at the house yesterday morning. And every, I mean, I've been a member for a few years now. Basically, it's like, it's not a season ticket, but it means you get kind of ability to get tickets before they go on general release for our sins. Uh, and this, they, every year they send you like, I think last year was like a Bluetooth radio or whatever. Yeah. So you can hear us losing in the shower. Uh, but this time, there's a little box of goodies, and in it, I've got a, a Everton lanyard strap, which you I've commented seen you on. Wearing that. Smart. You thought, it's all very smart. Very Thank smart. you very much. Uh, I got a coaster that looks like a medal that everyone's been taking the mickey out because that's the only <laughs> thing that we've got that looks like silverware. Thanks for that. A plastic mug to put your tea in or whatever. And then a little tin. A little tiny tin with a lid with the Everton logo on the front. And I'm thinking, 
What am I going to do with a little weird tent? Give us an idea of scale to, to something that we'd all know, like the size of a mobile phone. It, if you were to look down into the tent, it's the size of a Nintendo Switch game. Okay. The diameter of Good that. Good scaling. So, not big enough for putting biscuits in. No, it's not, is it? Um, someone's asked me about whether it would fit sliced bread, which is an unusual conversation. I have another grown man <laughs> on Twitter, and I had checked. No, sliced bread ain't going in there. It's just a weird little tin. That's a small little size, isn't it? It's a strange little thing. And I just thought, I, I want a tin in my life. I like the idea of having like a... Like, do you have a fancy tin in your house that you like put stuff in? Like, spe- special stuff goes in that tin? Do you oh, know what I mean? I've got a biscuit tin, but that's that's not counted on this. It's not just yours, is no, it? No, well. it's not, no. I've got a tin, I've got a battery tin. Ooh. You could use it for that. Because the thing that I like about having a battery tin is if you need a battery, yes, they're all a bit sort of like mismatched in there. Yeah. But tins and batteries makes quite a good rattle so at least when you're, you're searching for it someone's gone ah oh, battery's gone you go and get the battery tin makes a great rattle and you sound like you're the hero do they drain each other though when they're all piled in on the battery tin i thought because i mean we've had people get in touch before with them sponge like like backpacks you can get with individual yep. battery holes are you draining the batteries by doing that i don't fear that they well unless that right that's why i'm always changing batteries <laughs> every five minutes <laughs> Well, look, so look, if you've got a tin in your house, that you, it's like your special tin and you keep fancy stuff in it, do tell us about it. Lee says he's got a tin full of seed packets for chilies. That's good. Well, that's a great start, isn't it? It is a good start. It's a great start. Kelly says her husband has a, a tin which he keeps memory sticks in. Oh, does he now? This <laughs> <laughs> is exactly what I thought. What's, what's he keeping on those, Kelly? That's very trusting. Even if, right, even if it's just, just genuine, just documents and stuff that he needs, there's no good way of PRing that you, you've got a tin of... <laughs> a tin of memory sticks. tin of memory sticks so under your bed. Amazingly making people superstitious. Superstitious? That, or just suspicious? Well, both, to be honest. Hugely suspicious. <laughs> yes. For me, I'm seeing hard drive taken away in a carrier bag. <laughs> just in a tin. Uh, Tim says, uh, is it for the end of season relegation tears? Let's not Come do that. On. Let's not do that. If anything, Liverpool and Man United are dragged yeah, into the relegation know, battle yeah. at the moment. So, uh, Gabby Chinchello, I've murdered his surname, <laughs> says, I have a tin that I put sweets in. It sits on my bedside table. That's not a good idea. I'm sorry. You go to bed, you do your teeth, and then what? Have a, t- have a toffee? I don't think so. Don't think so, sunshine. 8, 12, 15. Really, really, really trying hard not to read this person's name out because Ooh. they've said they want to remain anonymous. Not more uh, USB sticks, is it? <laughs> it's not more USB sticks. I've got a quality street tin under the bed full of £50 notes. Oh, my says Lord. this correspondent. Ronnie Biggs, something like that. That's amazing, isn't it? Anne-Marie from Nottingham says, I use the tin to put your car keys in. It stops thieves from being able to clone the signal and nicking your motor. Now, you see, that's hopeful. That's really helpful. Uh, if, if any car thieves want to have a little look at the state of the floor in our car, you're welcome to nick it. That means that you wouldn't also be able to clone those memory sticks. Exactly. We'll tell the other fella yeah. from earlier on. Uh, we've got Lloyd on the line, though. Uh, you've got a few You got a few tins, right, Lloyd? I have as many as you can imagine. I mean, on my counter... There's a big ass dog, doggy bone shaped tin, which is you know tin number one. <laughs> how many? How many tins? Roughly estimate how many tins you got, Lloyd. Twenty-two. Twenty-two tins. You collect tins. That's a lot of tins. Yeah, because they're cool, man. I mean, I got this one like uh, this one says Pro Show Liquid Coal Wax. It's uh, I don't know if that still exists. But, uh, it's from a fossil watch. Came in that. So when, when you when you see a tin that you like, right, do you put it inside other tins then and, like, t- a tin within a tin within a tin? No, 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 no. Or? no, they're all for display. They're completely for display. Like, there's one here that's, um, like, the one that's got these fish on it, so where the, the, t- the head of one is on one and the tail of one is on the other sort of thing. So they... Same size, same shape, matched next to each other. That's next level, though, Lloyd, collecting tins but not putting things inside them. I don't know. They're full of stuff. They're all full of stuff. Right. Yeah. 
Okay. I've got a feeling we're going to see Lloyd on a Channel 4 documentary in the not too distant future. <laughs> tin man. Tin man. <laughs> what, have, you, have you got any, like, uh, valuable tins, like old valuable tins, Lloyd, or something? Some of them are, I mean, I don't know if they have any value other than semi-metal to me. I mean, this one is from Hawaii, Honolulu Cookie Company, right? So that's pretty cool. I mean, we went to Hawaii to get it. So there's a suggestion. You could put Hawaiian cookies inside. Right, OK. Thanks, thanks, Lloyd. Cheers, mate. Thanks, question, Richie. Take it easy, man. You remember the fella on earlier on, Anonymous, saying he's got a, a, a quality street tin full of, of rolls of £50 notes? Yes. Someone's texting saying uh, it's Jack who's working in a garage in Bolton. I'm at work and I think I heard someone say a tin full of £50 notes. If so, I hope they know that they're out of date in September, replaced by the plastic £50 note. Just Imagine. saying. Imagine. So basically, it's just, in effect now, all he's got is a old quality street tin under his bed. He's going to have to get spending. It's going to be like Brewster's <laughs> Millions. Uh, Pip says I've got a little tin in the car with painkillers and allergy pills in. That's, that's bleak, isn't it? <laughs> Tom says I've got a tin that I've used for 22 years, holds cinema tickets. A fight broke out during Mission Impossible 2 and I've kept them ever since. Oh, I love that. Nice little souvenir tin. 22 years of cinema tickets. Tracy's hanging on, so she's got a very bespoke idea for you. What is it, Tracy? Yes, well, my, I make little tiny teddy bears and put them in tins, and I have a little football tin. Oh, and right. I have a little football and a little bottle of water and a little pitch, and it's just nine centimetres long. It's a tiny little tin, that, isn't it? Yeah, so it just fits in your pocket. In a little child's pocket. Okay, and you can buy these online? This is like a business thing? Yes, it is. It's called Dolly's Dimples. Okay. So what? So these are these are knitted dollies in a tin that people can take around in their pocket, what, like companionship? Like a little lucky yeah. sort of gonk kind of thing? Or is that the idea? Exactly. It's just like a little secret in your pocket. I love that. <laughs> secret in your pocket. <laughs> it's exactly that. I first started to make them for my granddaughter when she was starting school. Mm. And I wanted to have her to have a little something in her pocket. This is a lovely idea. It's an amazing thing. And, and obviously, this started with the Everton tin. Everton, obviously, was a very stressful season last season. We nearly got relegated. Do you think if I carried round a dolly in my pocket, it might help us avoid relegation again? Well, I have a tiny little blue teddy bear, and I'm sure he would be absolutely perfect. It's a sign. Face. Can he play up front? <laughs> <laughs> yep, absolutely. A junk bots on Twitter say we make weird little tins into weird little robots, and it's a fantastic. It looks like batteries not included. You oh, remember that yes, old, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that Spielberg movie. It's yeah. like that. It's good. You could uh, get it into an Everton robot. Can you make Everton robots, please? <laughs> do let me know. Uh, Luby, what do you do with your tin? I keep my little golf ball markers in a weird little tin. Go, like, I mean, I've not really played. I played crazy golf, but not proper golf. What's a golf ball marker? What's that? Okay, so if you putt in, um, you put a little marker down where your ball is, and then you take your ball away while the other person putts. Oh. How many golf ball markers have you got from around the world then? Oh, there's a few in there. There's a few. There's Can you give a, us a, a shake? Can you shake the tin? No, because it's in my golf bag, and I'm in the kitchen chopping my dinner up. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry to inconvenience you. We have to now ask what is for dinner. <laughs> um, it's a stir fry. You're living the dream at the moment. You really, it's just a life of leisure, isn't it? <laughs> Daily takeaway. Do you ever randomly lose the ability to do something? I've lost the ability to write 
today. Okay. Uh, you know, obviously, both of us are, are prolific doodlers and note-takers for all our hard work prep for this home-time show. And you can hear it paying off in what we've been talking about tonight. <laughs> Look at the state of my writing today. I'll tell you why this is. I've got some sort of wrist RSI oh, after yeah. a, a morning in the garden this morning. Okay. No, uh, no. I'll explain, I just ask him. Just ask him. I'll, I'll explain what's going on. All right, don't all go mucky. <laughs> Um, you see all this stuff about how they say, oh, the ground's so dry, the water's going to run run right off, there's be flash flooding. Yeah. I thought to myself, not in my garden they won't be. So I went out with my pitchfork. <laughs> Whilst Rocco's watching telly this morning, I'm going out pitchforking the garden. But haven't you got shoes that do this? You've got shoes for this task, right? I have got shoes, but of course they're plastic and oh. the ground's rock hard. I'm thinking they're going to snap. So I went round like a groundsman <laughs> at half-time in football with me spice, thinking, right, if this rains, that ain't running off my garden. This is going to start watering this horrible yellow lawn. Yeah. Going round with a pitchfork just for about half an hour, just going in Would like you this. Just spiking, spiking, turning? Just spiking. Uh, really dangerously, in sandals. It was like a... Oh, my Lord. <laughs> Opening 15 minutes to casualty, the TV show. <laughs> but I, here I am to tell the story. My, my feet are fine, but me right wrist, I can't write, can't hold a pen. It's weird. It's like, um, you know, when you strim, doing strimming, it's, yeah. it's, it's an unusual muscle at an unusual angle. It is. And you get like a shaky hand. It's like strimmer, strimmer hand. Strimmer hand, well, pitchfork hand as well, it's the same thing. This is The Daily Takeaway. Daily Takeaway. There you go, there's the Home Time Show podcast, The Daily Takeaway in the bag. Just going back to what Richie was saying earlier on, it's always the way, sometimes when you, you press for time and yep. stuff doesn't work out for you. Is it? I feel like we come up with an invention in every single podcast at the end here. It was only um, Fox Island yesterday yeah. or whatever. But um, is there some form of... You see these people like online... Like a girl that used to work for us, Jenna, she's gone to be like an online PA for people. They mm-hmm. organise your life, but remotely. Maybe there is like a thing for time-pressed, tired parents who can kind of... Idea. Give you the information for stuff like that as well. Maybe like send you a little message saying, Richie, don't forget your wife and child's away tomorrow. Make yeah. sure you update that Xbox before you go to bed. It's a great idea. You could call the service. It needn't be this way. Exactly.